Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. The Secret to Success Law of Attraction podcast is a lot different from the secret to success. Now, the energy is the same. I guess the message is the same. But this is what I call esoteric or what is called esoteric. This is the real side of me. I had to learn business. I had to learn how to adjust to this system and this society. But I never had to learn how to be God. I never had to learn how to remind you that you are. So in this podcast, uh, my favorite, my most transparent and where the light flows for me the most, that's what you have here. It doesn't matter if you rate it or like it or anything, because who is here is who is here. But I pray that you find the light in you, the gift in you, the power in you, and the love in you, and 
remember, you don't have to grow up. You simply must be who you came here to be. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plant better. You can dominate. Thank all of you. You want maximum participation or whatever that is for you. So since we are here in this season in which we decided to be here, all of you want to give your best participation for your very best participation. Cameras on, cameras off, audio on. I ain't going to say nothing because the subject is going to pull you. We talking about lack consciousness today. Yes, we are. Yes, lack consciousness. And we got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. But before we go, before we go and talk about lack consciousness, I want to lend the microphone over to Mr. Phil Sorrentino, who wants to lead us in, in something. So I'll let him go, and then we'll pick up after that. Well, I, I didn't intend to be part of this, but since you gave it to me, I'll take it. Uh, just real quick, a moment of silence for a gentleman that's from a young age, fought for what was right, fought for what was good, fought for what was fair, fought against injustice, uh, and did it in a, from every indication that I know, in a loving, caring way. Uh, walked the example of a Christian, uh, everybody that ever interacted with this gentleman comes away talking positive things about him time and time again, no matter what side of the aisle. So I just suggested this morning to Antonio that we have a moment of silence for John Lewis. Uh, he's affected all of our lives. He's made a difference. He's, he's fought for what he felt was right, even though he had his skull fractured, arrested uh, 18 times. Uh, but didn't let anything stop him from doing what he felt was the right thing to do. So just if we could have a moment of silence and anybody else like to add before the moment of silence to their, their impression and their feelings on this day that, uh, that we kind of put him to rest. All right. Uh, Heavenly father, uh, you put a lot of people down on this earth for reasons that sometimes we don't understand, but there is no doubt that uh, John Lewis's reason for being here was to fight for the rights of mankind. He represented the African-American community, but he fought for all rights, and he was there for everybody. So just let's have a moment of silence and thank him and his spirit for what he's done while he was here on this earth. Amen to that. Thank you, Phil. Thank you very much. I'm glad I've turned it over to you. You said far better than what I would have. So great. Very glad. And I'm. you brought into my consciousness, I've never heard anything bad said about him ever. So I didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, lack consciousness is what we're talking about. I'm going to pose the question. Well, I'm going to pose a question, but let's let's talk. This is everything about this is intellectual and esoteric. Everything about this. What is lack consciousness? Who wants to who wants to who wants to throw your hat in there? That's it. There's no right or wrong. <laughs> There's no right or wrong. Who who wants to throw go ahead, Glaw? 
I would say is operating in the opposite of what you want. All right, then. So the opposite, the word opposite implies there's something else. So let's deal with that. Therefore, there is something else. Now, let's just define this something else as in alignment with what you want, because this is your answer. You understand? Then therefore, would you say, Law, and I need your help with this, is what you want what we call good? Tell me, you specifically. Question Me specifically? Uh, I would say, and what I want would be good, but sometimes how other individuals go about attracting the things they want. That's that's definitely coming up. That's coming up. You're about about nine steps ahead. Okay, you're too woke right now. That's coming up. So it's good. We're just breaking down what is lack consciousness. I just took what Law said, and I'm building from there. There was no right or wrong answers. What he said was, it is in the opposite of what you want. So now we have to do, we have to work with that. What is opposite? Opposite is obviously opposite, but it means that there's something else in play. You, you can't be opposite of nothing because the opposite of nothing is nothing because it's nothing. There's nothing there, right? <clears throat> nothing is nothing. And you can't have the opposite of nothing because there's nothing. You understand? Now, the opposite of what is we call nothing is something. But once we call that thing nothing, it becomes something. But the actual nothingness, whatever that is, there is no opposite because nothing exists. Okay? Nothing exists. Therefore, by your own definition, everything exists. And something exists on the opposite and you said that is in alignment with what you want. And my question to you is, is that good? And you said yes. Therefore, there is a good that we call good. And then there is a higher version of that. And it gets better and better and better. Is this fair to say, Law? Because this is your answer. Fair to say, Law? Yes. Yeah. All right. I typically do this lecturing. I'm not going to lecture this. So you, you, y'all going to have to talk. I ain't going to have to worry about it, though, because the folk who, who ready, you fit to be on fire. Okay. Now, therefore, lack consciousness, or what is lack? That's what we're talking about. If you just joined us, we're talking about lack consciousness. It's the only thing we're talking about. If you know that lack, according to law's definition, is the opposite of what you want, then you know that nothing can be opposite of anything unless it already exists. I'm dropping seeds. This is loaded statements, Pam Norris. Let me rewind it again. The opposite of nothing is absolutely, it doesn't exist because nothing means nothing. But once we call that thing nothing, we're making it something. What is that something? Nothing. Like we're making that something Nothing. We're saying nothing, you're something now, and you're nothing. And that thing has an opposite. So the truth is, none of us would be talking, and you wouldn't be hearing me if nothing was really nothing. This conversation wouldn't happen. You couldn't have a vibrational attraction. Go ahead, go ahead, Phil. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. <laughs> 
therefore, we can all have an intellectual, even an awareness and even an esoteric understanding that we're talking about something. And if, if there's something what we call nothing, and if there's an opposite, it means it's on opposite of something that already exists. Pay attention, I'm slowing down. It means everything exists, doesn't it? All right, I got to rewind, press play. If it was actually nothing, then we wouldn't even be talking. We couldn't because you can't, like, like what is nothing? We don't know. You can't, when you say, well, it's a black hole or something. No, you just made nothing something. You made it a black hole, right? You made it something. Nothing is that thing that is so nothing that we can't describe it. It wouldn't be anything. It would just, we wouldn't exist. There would be no, no thoughts. So when law's definition, you say, well, this is the opposite of what I want. That means everything exists, which also means that all your dreams exist, which also means that all abundance exists, which also means that you exist, which finally makes me ask the question, what's the rush? Now we talking. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Antonio, I'm going to, Susan's going to in a little bit, uh, Neil Donald Walsh has taken his philosophy and got it down to a thousand words. Good. And I'm going to have Susan email that to you here in a little bit. But on one of the pages is all great, all great truths begin as blasphemies. <laughs> Truth number one, he's got, we are all one. Truth number two, there's enough. Truth number three, there's nothing you have to do. And truth number four is God talks to everyone all the time. But one of the things you practice lies is when you should on yourself and when you should on anyone else. Yeah. If you're saying you should have done something, then you're practicing lack. If you tell somebody else they should have done it, you're practicing last. So quit shouldn't on yourself and quit shouldn't on everyone else. Walking around here smelling like should. <laughs> I, 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 that Neil Donald, Neil Donald Walsh, I told you the other day, all of you, that he, he helped me in a pivotal uh, spiritual breakdown that I was having when, when success in itself caused me to have a spiritual breakdown. Now, let's rewind because I actually, I did all that to say, what's the rush? This is real deal. This is across religions, across gender. This is consciousness. What's the rush? Lack consciousness includes there's a rush because before I said that, Law just put in the chat, I want what I want when I want. Who else is with Law? Come on, raise your hand. Don't fool me now. Don't see, don't be holy over here now. This ain't one of them holy conversations. All right, you say, folks, y'all want to be real holy. This ain't the time for it. This is the time for transformation and excavation. And get that stuff out of here. All right, <laughs> yes, okay, get that stuff out of here. Good. Reese, Satish. Law, they all the same thing. And, and me and Phil, we'd only, me, Phil, Reese, Satish, and Law, we'd only send us on the call. The rest of y'all, you levitate on down to the front. We will worship you immediately. 
Okay, we will we will build altars and sacrifice to you. Okay, now what's the rush? Here's the deal. I want it when I want it, and all of y'all think you got to do something. Let me. We're gonna break that down, but I need something specific, and I don't know where and when and who and how. And I have not had the opportunity to get it. And that causes frustration. Come on, follow me now. You lack consciousness. Listen to the first four things that Phil said, Neil Donald Walsh said. It's supporting what I'm telling you. Lack consciousness. I need something. And I need it specifically what I want. And I don't have it yet. And I don't know when and where, Jerome. I don't know who. And I haven't had the opportunity to get it. And the universe ain't gave it to me yet. Therefore, I don't have it. Rewind, press play. How can you not have it? Because if you did not have it, it would have to be nothing. But we already understood that nothing cannot exist. Because if it existed, we would not be talking. How can nothing exist? What we call nothing, we make it something now. And in the moment of making that nothing something, it exists. Listen to me, y'all. Everything you want, it already exists. How can you want it if you're not vibrating at its physical component, at its spiritual component? All right, let's try this again. First off, you feel to be lost in this whole conversation because you, 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 you don't use this part of your brain, okay? Like Jerome says, me, me, I'm lost. You don't use this part of your brain. So you just you can be completely lost. But the only way to find oneself is to recognize that one is lost. <laughs> How can you find yourself? If it's it's like you know trying to get off drugs until you admit that you're an addict, you can't get off drugs. What's the rush? Someone tell me why. Why are you rushing? Someone tell me where this frustration comes from. Anybody, what's the rush? It's all y'all too, so don't even fool me. What's the rush? Anybody? If what's the rush? Tell me what's happening. What's the rush? Tell me what's happening. What's the rush? Tell me what's happening. Jesus Christ, superstar. <laughs> if it if um if it already exists, Antonio. Uh huh. If it already exists, mm. then it's there. So why are we putting ourselves through unnecessary anxiety or whatever we're putting ourselves through yeah, when all we need to do is to walk into there and, and use our energy for that instead of trying to conjure what's up, what's already there. No and doubt. we do that. No doubt. That. But, but so. nobody believes that. Maybe, maybe one or two people on this call. <laughs> the rest of you are stressed out. <laughs> The rest of you think you're behind, right? No, it's the truth. It's the truth. You're only going to get out of this what you put into it. 
though. I'll ask for this conversation. So what you put into it? Someone tell me, why are you behind? Tell me what it is. I need somebody to die. Come on, Jalal. You're going to be the only one that's ready to die. That's why you're going to live. <laughs> the reason why I would say I have, I'm not as much before is because I put a certain date on what it is that I want. Oh, no. And when it didn't occur, Come on. that's what led me to the frustration because I didn't accomplish it when I said it was. Specifically, I said that I would be a millionaire by 30. I'm now 31. It doesn't mean that I still can't accomplish it in my 30s. But because I said at 30 is why I became pressure. No doubt. First off, age is actually a bunch of malarkey. There's no such thing as a birthday. We made that up. But what? that's okay, though. <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's okay. But that doesn't exist. That really doesn't exist. But we celebrate them as to have joy and happiness. And that's okay. We... We can do that. That that's part of bliss. Who else? Let me get. Let's see. If I get one more person. Let me see. I get one more person. Go ahead, Reese. So, the reasons for me are that I place conditions on my success mm, 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 that mm. are tied to an identity that I've created that believes. And this is like multi-generational, right? Yeah. That we need to suffer. And if we suffer, we're powerful and strong mm. and valiant and valorous, which is act all wrong and completely illogical, right? But that kind of thinking runs in my family. So because of that, I believe that I have to earn everything and I have to show up and work harder than everybody to earn it. Mm. And went, thank you, Reese. You helping somebody. So now you in law, you helping somebody. Listen, listen, y'all, y'all, you can't come here fool. That's your problem. Let me, let me, let me, let me rake all of you over the coals right now. Okay, let me rake all of you over the coals. If you had whatever it is you're trying to pretend you have right now, you would be in self-actualization and living all your dreams. Since that is not your harvest, knock yourself down a peg and recognize you have lack consciousness. Just go ahead and do it. You're too high. While you deserve to be that high, <clears throat> you in the wrong part of the mind to do that. It is what is truth. It is what is truth. And if you got any feeling behind you that says, I need to get moving. I don't have it yet. I'm behind. If you've ever in your life said, I should have been had this degree. I should have anything should, as Phil said, you have lack consciousness. And any area of your life that has lack in it, that's where you're arrogant. Arrogance is to not receive new information. So if you got arrogance in relationships, you ain't receiving new relations. I mean, you ain't not receiving new information in relationships. If you got 
lack in your bank account. You're not receiving new information in money that goes into your bank account. Whatever it is, yes, yes, yes. Now, I wasn't coming to go this hard, but y'all forcing me to come and go this hard. So what I got to do is punch your representative in the face so I can talk to the real you. Listen to what Reese and Lost said. We're going to combine them two. Reese said, I've been conditioned. Lost said, I put a date on it and didn't get it. And it knocked me back a little bit. I know it's still possible, but man, it sure hurt my feelings. If all of you can hear something, hear this here. You're using what you call future as a justification to hold on to your lack consciousness. You're using the future. What's what you got? <laughs> say, oh God. <laughs> You're using what you can't see on screen to justify holding on to your lack. Let, let me pose it this way to you. If I told you, you're going to get it, Adonia, it's going to happen. There's no way around it. It's going to happen. Boom. And, and, and I'm God. And you know that I say it's going to happen. I'm not going to fail. You've never seen me fail. I hold the whole universe together. And you would say, yeah, I know it's good. I got it. And then you wouldn't be unhappy. But if you did decide to be unhappy, knowing that I am God, and you looking at me saying, I'm going to give it to you, now you're just ungrateful. Come on, Law. F feel free to push back. Now, this, this is where my mind is going to. Uh -huh. Is we, are we, or rather me, unhappy? Because even though I know you promised it and, and it's going to come, but because you ain't put it in stone, I don't have nothing to gravitate to. Is that what it is? Has not, very little to do with the stone. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you what your real problem is. So, so, this, so this, this is this is the second time a lot of fast forward us nine steps. So I'm going to give you these nine steps ahead and we're going to go backwards. This okay? is thinking that I'm Because you ready. Look, look, you ready. You ready. <laughs> When it came back up twice, I said, well, let me go ahead and be obedient. It works like this here. You were in a rush because you were more concerned. Well, let me ask, let me, let me say a few things first. Do you trust Adonia? I don't know why I'm talking to her, but I am today. That you have an inner being or some consciousness or something. Do you trust? Can I get a head nod? Is this something like that? Whatever you, okay, she says yes, it's good. Do you accept that your inner being has full awareness of everything that's going on? Full awareness. Or, or God, just, just let me say inner being, or, or is there something that has full awareness? Something that's not surprised. Ah, I got to think. Okay, no problems. No problems. No problem. No problem. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Like, you know, you pray or something. And God go, whew, I don't know what to do. I'm, mm -mm, I don't know what to do, Law. I know I'm the Lord of everything, but boy, I am confused on this when you have messed yourself up. No, that's probably not the way you want that response to go, okay? It's probably not the way you want that response to go. Adonia, do you believe that there's something or inner being 
that knows the path, the best path of least resistance for you. All right. I'm coming back to that. I'm coming back to that. Lord, do you also believe that the same inner being knows how to guide you around your hangups and your mess ups? 100%. Okay. So you can't do both at the same time. You can't believe these things and still have lack consciousness. So let me tell you what's really happening. You're in a rush, Adonia, Antonio. You're in a rush because you're more concerned about the relationship other people have with your inner being and what it is doing with you in your life. And that's your real hangup. Let me make it more simple. Law's inner being said, at 31, you will not be a millionaire. Or 30. And you're going to move to Texas. And we're going to make you sick and disabled at 23. And we're going to have you a gay man in New York. And we're going to give you a job knowing you're psychologically unemployable. And this is the fastest way to make you a millionaire. <laughs> now, why you went and did that for? Why you went? <laughs> <laughs> That's the fastest way to make you a millionaire. And our frustration, like Adelia had to get her coffee, Lord have mercy. Our frustration doesn't come from not trusting this inner being or whatever you want to call it. It comes from people looking at that and we embarrassed. And we got to deal with they seeing our inner being put us through hell path of least resistance and now they get to judge that and that's when we say we're behind look at the statement I'm behind to who because it ain't to you because if you was the only person on planet earth you wouldn't think you was behind help me somebody if you were not comparing what you are going through to everyone else or to some standard or to some ancestors or to some other peoples or to your loved ones if it wasn't for your daddy being so hard or your mom or, or whatever you wouldn't feel you behind it's not you you not the problem don't you your problem is what you think they thinking about you is the problem Oh, Pam Norris, it's a good day to wake up early. It's a good day. Ice Buddy ain't never been behind. It's the fastest way to get Ice Buddy to a billion dollar company. The only mm -hmm. time Pam mm -hmm. Norris, that's it. Only time Pam Norris gets knocked off is when she stopped looking at the inner her and start looking at what all them think. And that's when it messes up. That's when the lack comes in. Come on, yeah, Pam, the, now, now, the best thing that happened to me was in eighth grade, my teacher was an existentialist and taught me existentialism. And that is a, as a philosoph philosophical construct. 
has served me well throughout a lifetime. So I'm, I'm right in the groove. I'm riding your wave. This is, this is eighth grade conversation (laughs) happening all over again. And you're, and it's absolutely true. It's Pam, Pam, define existentialism for us. Oh Lord. Um, It's, let's see. Uh, It's a, psychological construct. Um, It's a way of, um, I'm not the best person (laughs) in explaining how to do it. It's it's a way of, of, it's a part of a process of of philosophical inquiry. It's a way of looking at the human experience and it's, um, but it's no, you, you, you're I saying it all right. No, you're, you're saying it all I right. I can't explain it. I'm not good at explaining it. I just more feel it. It's, it's all right. It's in a, in, a, in a definitional way. Pam Norris is a free being that gets to determine her own yes. whatever comes <laughs> after that, right? Yeah, her ownness. She determines. And the reason why I'm Phil had to explain it because everybody else would know. So if she determines, why mm. is Pam Norris worried about what they think? And I don't, right. Exactly. Right. That's why you don't think. You, you create, you live in, in your moment. In That's time. right. That's right. Law? Oh, I ain't even done yet, y'all. I ain't even close to done. He, he sped me up. I was going to try, I was going to try to build y'all there. I was going to try to build y'all there. But go ahead, though. To add on to what Pam was saying is being, is the object of being. You are there. You are just being you, whatever it might be. It's just being, and that's what we're all supposed to get to. What I wanted to add on was, I think a lot of people believe that I am and always have been right on time for everything, but because of my own aspirations and the things that I have been through, I've always felt like I was behind because... I just want to hurry up and get there. Is what I, is what but I think. See, it's, it's why I went on that whole very intellectual rant at the beginning. Uh, there is no nothing, because if nothing did not exist, we couldn't even have this conversation. So the moment you say the opposite, what you're doing without even knowing is you're comparing it to something. The word opposite implies something is in existence. So when you say I am behind, behind what? Something else in existence. And what's that something else? And everyone listen to me. It has no determination over your manifestations, whatever that something else is. Whatever it is, it has nothing to do with your, with, with your manifestations, nothing. Nothing opposite, nothing concurrent, nothing congruent, nothing, nothing at all. Not, not juxtaposed, not, not vicariously, indirectly. Nothing can stop what you're manifesting. Nothing. But that's our problem. Our real problem, while we got lack consciousness, is we keep looking somewhere else but us. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> it's the only way. 
if you were the only person, if, if Adonia was the only human, how would she know that she was behind? Mm. How would she know she's black? How would she know she's a woman? How would she know she's her height? Yeah, you, can, you have to constantly say, always compared to what? It's always. And what doesn't matter? And you're, I'm this compared to what? What doesn't matter? It, so it, it, you, it, nothing matters but you and your experience. That's right. That's right. Neil Donald Walsh has a great way of explaining this. Come on, come on, Jerome. Well, what's going through my head is, because, you know, I can't, I can't talk all fancy like you can and, <laughs> and make it make sense. I can't do that. But what I can do is this. And, you know, I've been with you going on three years. Uh-huh. And your actions and your examples, based on what you say, had me step back and go, Jerome, is what Antonio saying makes sense? Not all the time, but mm -hmm. I, can I can receive it. Mm. I can process it. And I believe that based on what he's saying, there's nothing that I can't do. I mean, I, I can move the world. Well, if that's the case, and you're not the slowest person in the race or the dogless knife in the jaw, why are you behind? Well, just like you said, I'm really not behind. What's going on is like you're saying is I didn't look within. And when I looked within, <laughs> and then when I looked within, I say, Jerome, the problem that you have is the way you think. It got nothing to do with Antonio. It's the way you think. That's every problem you have. <laughs> yeah. So, so this, it was about, it was about the February time I told you. And I sat down and I said, hey, knucklehead. What are you doing? And I went, uh-uh, you can do this. And when I realized I could do it, it seemed like everything opened up. And then it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's too much. No, it's not. It's yours. Now go on and get yours. Hello. Go on and get yours. And I've been so excited and so Good. it's been absolutely crazy. And, 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 and you're talking about coming up with different uh, streams of income and, and my brain, when you said about, I got 90 things in here that I haven't even said to you, I say, is he in my head? Because I'm thinking about some of the other stuff that's there that I'm thinking about that I want to get done on top of what I'm already doing. And I, I'm, I'm going to get that done too. Hello. You understand. you understand. But that's what, but the key was you made me turn within. And the moment I turned within, I said, nothing can't stop me. And God bless ATS, and God bless Antonio, and all that he's doing. But Jerome, Excuse look at dude, you got you got it going on. Hello, mm -hmm. that's you it. Got it going on. That's right. And I'm I'm gonna use you, like I say, I'm gonna use your energy. Oh, don't get me wrong now. It's I'm, we. <laughs> it's what you're supposed to do. We are the same energy source. You're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, think about this for a second. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. We are, we are all one. Completely. Let me read. Yeah, go ahead. Here is 1,000 words is all the human race needs to know in order to live the life for which it has earned and which, despite trying for thousands of years, it is yet to produce. Carry these messages to your world. Number one, we are all one. 
All things are one thing. There is only one thing and all things are part of the one. There is, this means that you are divine. You are not your body. You are not your mind. You are not your soul. You are a unique combination of all three, which comprises the totality of you. You are an individual of divinity and expression of God on earth. Number two, there's enough. It's not necessary to compete for, much less fight over your resources. All you have to do is share. Number three, there is nothing you have to do. There is much like you, there is much you will do, but there's nothing that's required of you to do. God wants nothing, needs nothing, demands nothing, commands nothing. Number four, God talks to everyone all the time. The question is not to whom God talks. The question is who listens. Let me. Let me invoke. I'm going to keep that same energy. If you think that we're separate, cut it out. We're not separate. There's only one of us in the room. And there's no difference between us. And if you think there's a difference between us, cut it out. Because there is no difference between us. And stop trying to create an artificial difference where there is none. And when you get that you and I are one, and there's only one of us in the room, and only one of us on the planet, and only one of us in all of creation, everything that causes you pain and misery, travail and struggle, heartache and difficulty will disappear. Mm, 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 mm. Don't hit them like that, Neil. <clears throat> They're not ready for that, man. Can I add something to it? Because I love my brain. You should, I only pulled it up because Phil was talking. I literally, while he was reading, I was like, ooh, I hope, hope I hurry up and search. And as soon as I found the clip, <laughs> and the second he was done, I said, look at the universe. Look at it. Look at it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Law. So the humor that goes in my head. <laughs> so you mean to tell me I can't be special? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fed up. What we need to do is redefine what your special is. Your special. All right, let's is, do that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> your up until now, it's what Reese said. You've been conditioned to think special is in the removal of everyone else, but you're special in the togetherness of everyone else. You're just different way the light shines and you're far more special than your definition because the only way the light has ever shined like you has been now and it will never shine quite this way ever again never you're not just special you're not just one of a kind. You are the only moment this light will ever see in this way. And when you dull it, you rob us. And this is why Neil Donawar said, the moment y'all get this, all pain will disappear. All of it. 
Y'all problem is lack consciousness. This is why, and let me tell you the hardest people to talk to, conscious folk and religious folk. Can I hit you with what is real? Broke conscious people make me sick. I have to remind myself, okay? I have to remind myself, stop, that's people too. I consistently have to remind myself. I can't tell you how many people want to change the world with me, but can't afford to fly out to me. Or you want to put on your boots and march, but you got diabetes. So you can't even put on the boots. If you're going to be conscious, you can't be poor and righteous. You can't hold lack and abundance together. One of them must be let go. You're going to be all abundance or all abundance. Uh I just confused you. Let me explain. There is no such thing as lack. It is true, Vanessa, that the only time lack exists is when man creates it because the universe does not. But let me tell you what lack actually is, law. It is the abundance of what you do not want. It's still abundance. Listen to what I said. You're either going to have abundance or abundance. It's just abundance. It's just a bunch of abundance that don't serve you. But it's just abundance. Listen to me, y'all. Every last one of you, you are masters of abundance. The problem is, you ain't listened to enough Abraham Hicks or something to deliberately create your abundance, okay? <laughs> serious. You have to deliberately create the abundance you desire in your life. Because right now, y'all got a lot of abundance. It's just not the abundance that serves you. So we just call it lack consciousness because that's what they told me to do. So I'll go ahead and do that. Since that's how you understand it, that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. I'm going to call it lack consciousness. It doesn't stop the fact that there is no lack. Let me give you an great example. As of this recording, it's Tempest's birthday. Without a doubt, I want Deanna and Grace here on the camera because y'all show like to get all quiet and stuff. Lord have mercy. I know, and they train. If you get quiet between Phil, Grace, and Deanna, they'll jump in there and say something. You, you know what I'm saying? They'll jump in there. And the class ain't got to be dead. They just they all know. You know, boom. But I said, y'all go and drive Tempest her birthday presents. Mountain. They're, they're extroverts. You, did you hear that energy? That rainbow that came off those two words, road trip? And Tim is 120 miles away. Tempest live in the rich part. Of, she, she's, about, she's, about, she's about 95 miles away. Seriously. No, she's seriously 95. If she's not 120, she's 110 miles away. She way out there. She way out there. So I said, go ahead and go. Because if I had lack thinking. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you, Chris. I said somebody tripped me out of something. Your your microphone broke up. I mean, you're you're breaking up. <laughs> okay, he's breaking up. Let, let me know when you come back. That sounds like my road trip. You sound like my road trip to your office. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You show right. Yeah, she ain't she ain't too far from Huntsville. She on the she's on the in the Cypress area. She way out there. You know, she way out there. She way out there from Galveston. That's a long way. So she's a she can drive an hour and still be in Houston. Can you hear me now? I don't know if this mic still. No, no, no. We got good. you. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, I was saying like sign my ro like my road trip to your office. Yes, sir. Long road trip. I'm glad you got paid for it this time. The first two times he was just coming down there just to get some knowledge. Y'all problem is Adonia says, I trust you, whatever she trusts, and she trusts 100% in it. And then she goes, Pam Norris, okay, I can get through this. And she's right, and she know it. And then she looks up and she sees people. And then she is reminded that those people can see her journey. And that creates that lack consciousness. Because people judge what they see, huh? It's fair. Don't get mad at people judging what they see. That's how, that's how human beings survived. We had to judge vicious animals. That's, that's how we, oh, that's going to kill us. Jump higher real quick. Run faster real quick. <laughs> like This is how we survived, okay? <laughs> we had to judge these bright fruit. Oh, that's probably poisonous. Let's not do that. As Phil said, you put your hand on something hot. Oh, I got to judge that this is bad for the condition of my skin. So judging is good. But we all know that we're on a journey and other people are judging our journey. Let me hit y'all with something. If nobody else shout, I know Pam Norris going to shout. Because first off, Pam Norris, Pam, Pam you like Phil and Susan. You're doing a whole bunch of inappropriate stuff that's inappropriate for your your generation. First, you're entrepreneur. First off, you're a woman for one. Let's let's start there, okay? Entrepreneur. Then, <laughs> my grandmother loved her soul. My grandmother they never did that wrong, but boy. Oh Lord, if you wasn't married, you 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 can't go over there. <laughs> you can't go. You can't go. You can't go over there. That they them, that unmarried house. <laughs> oh, she still wore them stockings every day. Not just the church. She wore them every day. All right. Yeah, she wore the stockings every day. Pam Norris got her a man, got her a house, got her a job, I mean, not a job, a business. Ain't nothing Pam Norris doing that is what she was taught to do. She was taught, like Phil and Susan, go to school, get you a good job, and be off on the weekends and holidays. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Phil, Susan, and Pam yeah. Norris. <laughs> Oh y'all tripping. <laughs> yeah. They supposed to go quietly into retirement and be quiet and pay taxes. That's what they were supposed to do. 
and all of this. And Pam Norris is like, I'm okay with that. But every now and then, if she slip up or get empty, she'll look at somebody determining how she was supposed to do it. Two things I want to tell you right here. You should write them down forever. One you heard me say before, the other one you did not. The fastest way to hate your life is to live the thoughts of other people. Mm, mm, mm. Amen to that. I got to talk to that. I'm sorry, you know, because yes, you know, that was what I was raised. My generation was raised. And I have a lot of girlfriends who married it well. They haven't worked a day and they like, they, and they are in, we're the same age and they are just cruising. And they just, you know, and, and people look and go, what happened to you? <laughs> and why, did, why aren't you living that life? Now, like, I know I always walk to a different drummer. But that was, you know, yes. And the only times, you know, that I guess if there's ever been and maybe last about two seconds, sometimes I can look at their life and go, they're not getting up at 3.30 in the morning listening to Antonio T. Smith. And why, why, you know, half asleep going through classes at 68 years old, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Who does this? You're crazy, Sam. And and then I go, but I'm having fun. So, you know, I'm not interested in what they're doing. That's I'm interested right. in what I do. This is me. This is my life. And this is what gives me joy. So they can have joy going to their little cocktail parties and doing their thing. I have fun sitting on these crazy ass t- uh, shows, talking existential talk <laughs> and, and seeing all my buddies who were all going to the billionaires club together. And we're gonna be, and we'll be passing them along the way. They think they're up. They think they've moved ahead of us, but we, they don't know. We just, we're just on a faster track, but we're going on a different track, and we're just gonna be passing them by. So I'm not worried about them. That's it. I'm gonna put a funny message on the bottom of my jet so people can see it. I don't know what it's gonna say though. I'm not sure. They might say something like, "Hey y'all." I don't know. <laughs> bottom of my jet. I don't know what it's gonna say. It's can, you, can you repeat that for the audience? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, put a funny message on the bottom of my jet. Hold on. I don't even want me to repeat. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. There you go. Thank you, Phil. Thank, thank you, Phil. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. Losers. No, I'm just joking. That, that, that part was just funny. That part was just funny. It, it ain't going to have that much space on that anyway. The fastest way, here you go, Adonia, to hate your life is to live the thoughts of other people. Mm, 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 mm. If you want to hate your life, live what your mama thought you should have lived. Help me somebody. Live what your daddy thought you should have lived. Now this one, this one, this one hits home to people like me. Live how your spouse said you should have lived. Pow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Have an older sibling and, and get that same talk that Pam Norris got. What happened to you? Be the younger sibling. And then try to live the thoughts of that older sibling. It's over. It's over. You're dead in the water. 
Here's the second thing. There is no one on planet Earth that has ever, ever been in total agreement by anything you've ever done in your whole life. No, no, no. Receive that. You ain't never did nothing that everybody or one person said, Phil, I agree with every single move you've ever made. You know what I'm saying? It's some stuff that y'all let me, let, me, let, me, let me just help you out. Let me just help you out for a second. Antonio? Yes, sir. I had a friend when I was 22 years old said to me, Sorrentino, everybody's got a different way of counting. I went, ooh, I'm keeping that for the rest of my life. Bobby Brownfield's his name, and he's gone on to see Dorothy and Toto, but everybody's got a different way of counting. I need to go see Dorothy and Toto, too. Just not yet. <laughs> Everybody's got a different way of counting. That's facts. That is absolute facts. Antonio, just watch The Wizard of Oz for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. By the way, on these on these thousand words, mm -hmm. number 10, death does not exist. What you call death is merely a process of re-identification. Mm -hmm. I really like that one. It, you need to. I bought you the books. Anyway, we gonna, I'm sure Neil's going to come back up. I completely agree to that. You can't please them all. Come on. Even God cannot please them all on this planet. At the same time, we are but human beings. Which leads me to a good point then. That wasn't part of the script. Humans, the fallacy of humans, what we like to do is we want to lazily observe our manifestations. That's what we want to do. Yeah, I'm missing the point. The point is to enjoy the entire process. Right? The whole process is to be enjoyed with, with ease and excitement. Right? There is no struggle. There is this place in which you go, wow, look at where we are now. And I can't, no, I look forward to the ego field. I look forward, <laughs> I look forward to getting to where we're going. Y'all get it? Go ahead, Phil. Say something right here, man, because you you, you you own it. You own it. I don't know what I don't know what I'm going to say. There's something I had something and it's going on, but uh, that's what happens when you. Oh, I know. Oh, go ahead. When we were creating this organization, humor consultants was not the first thing we thought of. The first thing we thought of was assisting in the enjoyment of everything. That's what we came up first. What do you want to do? We want to assist in the enjoyment of everything. And then we say, well, we can't call it that. What should we call it? And that's when we came up to, well, we'll call it humor consultant. And then our vision is to assist in the enjoyment of everything. Our purpose is to create results through enjoyable solutions. And what we really teach is the challenge, the power, and if you want it to be, the fun of free will. I sure hope y'all want it to be. 
lack consciousness. Mm, 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 mm. If you listen, if you trust, then go ahead and trust. But you need to have your trusting in whatever you trust in separated from other humans observing your experiences. That's where you get all messed up. It's in all your words. I'm behind. To whose assessment? Because let's just bring God in for a second. How can you be, how can you, sugar, how can you have so much power? You messed up God's timeline for you. No, 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 no. I heard a preacher one day say, God has more love for you than you have sin for God. Changed my whole life when I heard that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, man, Marcus Cosby said that. He used to Texas. Dr. Marcus Cosby. Never heard that in my life. Boy, what a powerful statement. Come on, Law. I think the ideology comes from school. It's the idea that's always pushing you that some students are always behind, so you never want to be that student that's behind, so you're constantly always doing what you got to do, so you're in front or in head. At least that's what came into my head as far as behind. Yeah, no, that's definitely part of the, the, the matrix has you. Let me, let me, you see you bringing up, you're doing what Phil doing now. Hold on. In fact, y'all can watch me do it together. You're doing what Phil did. Go ahead, Chris. What up? Can you hear me? Yep. What I was going to say to even um, go even deeper is I felt like that happens a lot of times to people like with family, like mother, father, brother, sister, uh, like really deep because they live so deeply in the thoughts of what they think that they trap themselves or chain themselves to their thoughts and they don't really actually live their life and I feel like a lot of people are doing that and they don't really know they're doing it because they keep going back to that thought and, uh, instead of being completely free and living out their purpose yeah <clears throat> yeah it's 100% facts fact let me go ahead and play this clip now Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Matrix. Do you want to know what it is? The matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world 
that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Don't do it like that, boy. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. Your mind. Don't do him like that, Morpheus. Don't do him like that, man. All around you, right? Any punchline that you are a slave, slave for your mind. Now, y'all free, but the Matrix said. And it didn't just start with school law. It started with your parents, too. You understand? For some. For some. For some. I didn't have mine to start off with me. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But in that in itself, what your parents went through was Matrix-like, right? The Matrix had them create that foster care situation for you. See, I bit well, well, if we're going to compare, I benefited. I had my parents since I was six. And then, you know, crack cocaine comes through. And there you go. Now, y'all pay. Oh, create results through enjoyable solutions. Write that down as your morning information. She says, telling us about ourselves. Yes, The Matrix is a documentary. That ain't no movie. That was a real life documentary. Should have David Ottenborough narrated. <laughs> That's the, the famous uh, English guy we do with all the nature documentaries. The Matrix has you. Lack consciousness. Let's keep going. Most of you get off course by things that have nothing to do with your life. It's just things. I want all of you to think about every time you've been upset this year. Just this year. I'm not asking about your life. I'm just saying this year. And don't answer out loud because I know you're going to lie to us. Okay? So just try not to lie to you. <laughs> so don't answer out loud. Think about all the times you've been upset. Did, that, did any of that have to do with the grand scheme of your life? Hmm? <laughs> And think about this. Every time you were upset, every single time, I need all y'all pay attention to me, every single time that you were upset, every single time that you were upset, I'm going to say it again, every single time that you were upset, you said, dream, get out of here. I forfeit you. You voluntarily said, I don't want this dream because the dream vibrates at the frequency of ease and least resistance and joy. But I am upset because she said something to me. Move, dream. And I need y'all to know that every time this year that you got upset, I ain't saying your life. I'm saying some of y'all don't have your dreams because you keep letting other people make you throw them away. Think about this. 
some of you, every time you get upset, now this is everybody. Every time you get upset, you say, Let me get this dream out of here. You forfeit a dream. Yeah, seriously, put this in your hearts. You forfeit your dreams every time that you get upset. Every time. Okay, now if we're talking about righteous indignation, somebody getting hung in a tree and you're upset about that and you do something about it, that's different. We talk, we're not talking about righteous indignation, right? We're not talking about Honorable Mr. Lewis who who marched and, and did other stuff <clears throat> while upset. We're not talking about that. Okay, we're not talking about that. We're talking about she got me messed up. Come on now. <laughs> if my brother do this one more time, we talking about them invisible meetings inside your head, Vanessa, that you be having with people. They don't even know you having them but you didn't already told them about themselves. Come on now, help me out somebody. You know you mad at somebody when you start having meetings with them in your head that they ain't even part of yet. <laughs> That's when you know you need to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I'll holler laughing <laughs> Look, and then you get a defense for what they gonna say to the imaginary thing you just said. And so you ready. Yeah, if you, if you get that going on, you should go ahead and just have that conversation with that person. That's a good, let, let that be a lesson to you. The moment you start doing that, calm down and say, you know what, I need to go talk to this person. Because <laughs> that, that the, those imaginary conversations, those, those are my downfall because I'm a very, like, <laughs> I have a very strong imagination and I'm a magnet to all kinds of things, right? Yes. So all kinds of thoughts come into my head, right? So if I'm not careful, like I can have good imaginary conversations, I can manifest some good things. And then if I just go on the wrong tip, then it's like for the next six hours, every 20 minutes. And you know what else I didn't like about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all day long, I'm feeding it snacks all day long. And I don't even know it. It's like I got, it's like I got like cat food in my pocket or something. And little pieces are falling out. And there's like a raccoon following me. <laughs> That's right. Look, you ain't the only one. You ain't the only one, Reese. You ain't the only one. Cause let me tell you, let me tell you, my Christian folk would do that more than anybody, because they're trying to be good. Ooh, the Lord said, shut my mouth. Come on, Holy Spirit. You bright on my tongue. And they get there and praying. And then prayer becomes complaints. And then they and then they start praying like David did in the Psalms. Lord, smite my enemy. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a turn for the worse real fast. Let me tell you. How long you going to let this happen to me? <laughs> I know. I get it. It's all respectable. It's just not in the vibrational equivalent of what you desire. You understand? I get it. I get it. I've been mad more times this year than probably any year in recent memory. But that's not saying a lot, that's saying a lot for me. <clears throat> I get mad like twice a year. I really do. I think this year I've been mad like six times. And all six times... That day ain't going, Deanna. <laughs> all six times. All six times. Ah, all right, come on. Let's start over. All right, all six times. I just don't get mad no more. 
because that was my thing growing up. It's how I got here to wherever here was then. But how I got to this here, see, what got me here wouldn't get me there, sugar. Fighting got me to the first here. Giving got me to the second here. You get it? Yeah, yeah. You, I, I didn't give my way out the trash can. Please don't think that. <clears throat> That's not what happened. I fought my way out of there. But then the warrior has to learn how to become an elder. You can't stay a warrior forever. You can't. But you don't. You, you don't make a good. You don't make a good elder if you've never been a warrior. The best. The best chiefs got scars. You understand. That's why I can't listen to no religious leader that ain't never been through nothing. I, I don't even, we can't even relate. <clears throat> You've been preaching since you was 14. And you can't talk to me at all. I don't know nothing about you. <laughs> Come on, Lock. My question was going to be, how do you stop getting mad? What I have been doing, what I think might be in alignment is, I keep rem reminding myself, is this in line with your dreams? That's when, shoot, you answered the question. I mean, that's not even the answer I was going to give you, but that is a good answer. I don't know where you got that from, but wherever you got that from, it came from source. I can assure you that. Oh, there's no way. There's, there's no one, there's nobody, there ain't nobody with sense that's going to disagree with what you just said. You know, somebody with sense. Yeah, no, that was good. Because most of the stuff does not align with your dreams. Yeah, I'll just be throwing away your dreams of stuff that has nothing to do with you. It is never, it never was supposed to. It never was supposed to. Never. Pam Norris like her life and is about to get better. It's already better. I'm just using this word about because I'm speaking human language right now. Okay. Ain't nobody going to stand in judgment of that. They're going to try. But they ain't got no power. I keep telling y'all, the only people who ever looked at my life and judged it are people who make less money than me. Nobody ever making more money than me said, slow down, Antonio. You're doing too much. You dream too big. No, the people who make less or more that don't want you to go higher, that's the people. The people who have more than me, and that could be anything, they all say, you're doing a good job. Make sure you take care of your people. That's what they say. <laughs> take care of your people. How are your people? Did you say thank you? How many times you said thank you this year? That's the kind of talks that I get. How many times you said thank you, Antonio? People like you, you know, you move from task to task. Have you slowed down? Said thank you. Antonio, you just won. That was a major win. Did you pause? Did you pause? Because I have a nasty habit of not pausing. When it comes to conflict, I'll pause. And it'd be an awkward pause too, Vanessa. You ask me a question, I'll pause. 
I'll make it awkward because I'm thinking how I want to respond to you. Because for just about everything you say, I got about five responses. The first four are normally inappropriate. They're normally. And the bigger the words come out, it's the more you had me messed up. That, that, this is how I work. If you upset me, you're going to hear a calm, intelligent conversation from me. Antonio said, what are we going to do about... Mm-hmm. I sit there be real quiet. Well, as a catalyst of things, so, you know, I just get, I get, I get to go on my words. That means you got me messed up. Right now, so Deanna and Grace already told me, thank you, Law, by the way. Law, went in the, I guess, in the, the, the group and said, hey, take that personal or something. Thank you. Appreciate you. But I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about one bit. For one, okay, I don't owe nobody nothing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I don't. For two, it's 50 million ways to contact me. Go through Deanna. It's the most preferred way. You understand what I'm saying? But you can't go take my dreams. I'm not doing that for nobody. Come on, Jerome. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I ever sent this to the group, um, but I'm gonna say it now. And um, um, I had to come to that um, that come to Jesus meeting or the aha moment for me personally. Um, a few years back, a young lady, she said to me, she says, Jerome, you don't get it. And I'm like, huh? She said, you really don't get it. What are you talking about? And she broke it down to me. She said, I work with clients all the time, and they've got one, two, maybe three skill sets. She said, dude, you can do this, and you can do this, and you can do this, and you can do this. And, and she said, and yet you run after this. And I'm like, huh? No, no, that's not it. And I drove all the way home, cussing her out because <laughs> she was right. But I wasn't going to admit that, but she was right. And then I had to come to the realization that people, other people see in me things that I didn't see in myself. Yep. And one of those people happened to be Antonio T. Smith. And I had to say to myself, you know, Jerome, this guy's a multi-millionaire billionaire, and he sees greatness in you. And he's expressed that in the way he's treated you and dealt with you. Like when you flew out here, and I'm trying to tell you not to fly out here, and you flew out here anyway, and the people who met you were like, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, boom. And I'm like, he the real deal. But then I said, based on what I believe, I said, Jerome, look at your Bible. Look at the history books. The gods you serve, if you look at history, always called out a remnant. And it was that mm. and it was that little guy, that little woman that nobody suspected, that nobody believed was gonna do great things. Malcolm X, Mahatma Gandhi, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, you know, uh, John Lewis. Nobody ever thought would do great things. They did great things. When you looked at them, they were these little humble people. And if God called them out, why can't he call you out? Mm. So I had to realize that I was worthy to be one of those that he's called out to do great things. And I didn't have to shine. And I had to be all this, "Ah," just do it. 
just do it. But I had to believe it for myself. Because different ones said, dude, you can write, you, you do your poetry, you can act on stage, you can, you can do all these wonderful things, but I didn't get it in here. And then when I started getting it in here, then it was like, I did not release it. And I'm like, dude, you like you said, I ain't behind. No, you no, can't be. that's that's on you. That they know <laughs> on me wrong. Hello, behind yeah. what? Okay, you can't what be. And I ain't got time to debate what you think of me. You're entitled with you know, opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. So yep. you're entitled to yours, I'm entitled to mine. So you can you keep your sticky butt over there. The point is that. <laughs> I got, I got my thing to do. I appreciate you, Jerome. But I just wanted to say that because I believe that there's some folks on the call that are like that who don't believe that there's greatness within them and that they can be set apart just like so many others along the way. And I say, uh-uh, I'm tired of that. I'm, go I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine. Okay? So thank That's you, it. Antonio. No, you're thank you. welcome. And thank you for believing in me, buddy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> if y'all would stop... Oh, they're clapping for you, Jerome. They're clapping for you. If y'all would stop comparing, you would get rid of most of your lack consciousness. Same day. Same day. My grandmother died 2008. <clears throat> and I was a loser. And that's the lady who adopted me. And and it hit me, you know, like, man, I should have did some stuff while she was living. I thought I had some time, yeah. Don't it seem like the older we get, the more God take from us? Am I the only one that, that can make sense of that? You understand. The older we get, it seems like the more we lose. It's just, it's rough, ain't it? And I remember saying to myself, you know what I'm saying? No, I need to explain that. What do you mean by lose? The now, obviously, I'm talking just human language, right? But our loved ones start dying, and our friends start dying, and and we make money, but it don't, it ain't no value, you know. Remember when you first got your first job at Don? You were 16, and you was rich. <laughs> now that you got all the stuff that say you rich, you broke. Well, you ain't broke, but you get the point, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when Pam Norris was talking, <laughs> let me tell you what I was saying in my head as she was talking. <laughs> when she said, "What happened to you?" Because they trying to tell me, she in this big old house, got guaranteed income, got a beautiful relationship, ain't bothering nobody, and ain't out there robbing nobody purses or selling no part of her body. And somebody said, "What happened to you?" This don't make no sense. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> How you gonna say what happened to me and I'm a homeowner? Get out of here with that stuff, right? But 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 that's that that's that comparing, right? That's that comparing. That's comparing. I know plenty of people that well I'm gonna say this respectfully, okay? I'm gonna say this respectfully. A lot of the mm, I, there's no way to, I'm going to say it respectfully, but there's no way for this not to be emotionally charged. You should just know that I'm a huge egalitarian. Does anybody know what that means? All right. Let's, I know what it means, but we're going to, we're going to, I want you to see it first because I don't feel like getting beat up in the face 
for what I'm about to say. So let me just let you see. I am a little it. hungry. So. You are a little hungry. All right. <laughs> it's not eggs. Or, well, you would need no eggs anyway. It is. I'll show you. Well, I got pump food now. I got pump oh, food. There you go. There you go. Egalitarian is someone believing in the principle that all people are equal and deserve equal rights and opportunities. That's an egalitarian. This is why I'm a gay ally, right? There's no no way you can't say I am. I am actively a gay ally, open on the front. I can't. I'm still trying to go to Pride in June with law. COVID happened this time though. You know, saying I'm still trying to go. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's gonna be me, Law, and Monica dressed up, spandex, Catwoman. That's right, Batman. Rainbow Flash. <laughs> Rainbow Flash. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm. If you, if you know, Muslims, y'all know I got Muslim. I got every, I got everything around. This company has everything in it. Huge. What I am for sure is a huge proponent of women's rights. I'm about to talk about women for a second, okay? I'm a huge proponent of women's rights. I'm about to talk about women in a good way, but this is something I observe. Pam Norris, I got your back. I'm not saying those, but a lot of these women who marry well do not live happy lives, okay? There's a mentality with coming with marry well. It means you spend more time being silent, pretty, to qualify for a man to pick you from other pickings. And you typically don't have any skills because your skills went into being picked instead of being the picker. Follow me so far? And what happens is when you don't have no skills, but you've been trained by whatever to be silent and, and, and this ain't even submissive, just something different. You, when you're a trophy wife, you understand? Then you're, <clears throat> there you go, you, have to deal with whatever comes with being a trophy. Now, I'm not saying your friends. I'm just just through experience, okay? There's no disrespect to women. I could just tell you that women are taught be solid and be pretty so a man can come pick you. And let me tell you some women. You was beautiful way before I've ever validated that. You understand? And you don't need no man to pick you. I wish I had the right women in this place. Okay. Just wanted to inform you. You got me a whole topic, so y'all just stole it. Okay. <laughs> you have the right ones. I got the right ones. All right, but that's a help me out. All right. You don't need no. Listen. That, yeah, that time is past. That's right. That, yeah, that time is past. Y'all are fantastic as is. And, and uh, you understand. Now we we shouldn't even be disagreeing with y'all. Y'all are life. Yes. And y'all smarter than us. Yeah, I've been trying to tell. 
<laughs> you been trying to tell us, Ivan. That's it. That's it. Oh, cool. There you go. I ain't no dummy. I ain't no dummy. I know. I know the kind of woman that follow me, and I know this place ain't gonna never be. This is why you. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say too much. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I, le, 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 the Holy Spirit caught me. Sugar. <laughs> Pull that back. Pull that back. <laughs> Pull that back. <laughs> all right. Now, last couple of things. Nothing is ever taking too long. Ooh, we. And if I can get y'all to get that, that nothing is ever taken too long. Shaker asks, you believe in equal opportunities? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. But I, in fact, let me let me push that further though. Just because I believe in equality does not believe does not mean that equality should be. All right, let me let me let me let me, let me break this down real quick, y'all, because this needs to be said. This needs to be said. There's no such thing as equality. There is equal equality opportunities. But nature shows there's no such thing as equality. Your left arm is longer than your right arm or something like that. You got, you got one boob longer than the other. You know what I'm saying? One toe longer than the other. It just is what it is. Equality must be created. The strong, like me, must create equality. So it's not enough for me to tell you I'm egalitarian. Oh, I believe in equal rights. Women should have equal rights. Now, me, man, need to go call these other men out on their BS for what they're doing to y'all. Okay. Yeah. Women... When the job opening comes up for Vanessa, 3,000 women applying for one job. When a job opening opens up for law, 300 people applying for 3,000 jobs. We got the whole system set up that way. <clears throat> you can't even be nice at your job, Vanessa. But if you are nice, you expect it to put out if you want to advance. If you don't put out, then they're going to call you something that is inappropriate. And then my grandmother will pop me in my mouth if I even uttered. Then if you are aggressive, they're going to tell you, well, keep doing a good job until it's time for you to take their job. Mm. And then all of a sudden, won't you just, you know, you know, Vanessa, won't you just be more ladylike? What does that even mean? What is ladylike? What is that? That's that, <laughs> you heard that law? I didn't say that, Pam Doris. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> that you are a quality creator too long, too too along with being egalitarian. Yes. Y'all, equality must be created. If I'm a warrior, then I gotta go out there kill the food, and bring it back to the camp, to the tribe. I have to go, so you can't hunt like me, but I have to go hunt enough to make sure we all eat. Since tribal days, we've been creating equality. 
and I can't say, well, I'm the warrior. I get this. I get so much more than you. That's uh, that's an unfair amount. Should I get a servant and a half? Probably if I'm spending more energy. But should I get nine helpers and you get one? Absolutely not. You understand? And if 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 we want racial injustice to happen, that's not a black folk problem. That's a black folk punishment. It ain't a black folk problem. That's a white problem. And white people who write the laws got to change it. Equality must be created. That just is what it is. That's got nothing to do with me. You understand what I'm saying? If Reese come in the hood, then Reese need me to say, hey, 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 she, she with me. She cool. She cool. Right? <laughs> she can't go there and talk about, I'm cool. No, 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 no. Reese, I, let me speak real quick. All right. All right. Now you can talk how you want to talk. You understand what I'm saying? You get it. You know, I got to, because I got the power there. I got the juice and I need to say, hey, she's one of us. Okay, cool then. I got to create that equality for her in my neighborhood. That's no different. I can't come. Which one of y'all got kids? Who got kids? Pam Norris, don't you got a son? All right. So years ago. Yes, I do. All right. Years ago, Tony couldn't roll up in there talking about uh, uh, yo, you and your son go do this. I just met Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you tripping. <laughs> you understand? I can't, I gotta do this here. They drilling right next to me. I can't just do this here. You know what I'm saying? I can't just run up in your house telling you how you and your son gonna behave. No, that ain't the way it works. You understand? That's not the way it works. So we gotta ease our way into changing things. Somebody, that's a lesson for one of you young folk out there. I'm gonna let y'all make it for right now. You're never behind, Jerome. If you know when it's asked, if, if, excuse me, if you know when it's asked, it's already given. If you know that your God, source, inner being, whatever, is all over it, then you got no reason to stress. The only time you stress is when you're disconnected from that understanding that everything is already working out for you. Mm-hmm. I know, Law. I know. I know. Come on. Come on. Give me that feedback. Give me that pushback. Come on. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> look, Law was like... And look, before Law give me that feedback, let me tell you what I told somebody here in the court. I said, oh, I said, oh, you, you know everything. She did. The problem is you just don't like the way stuff work. <laughs> you just don't like the way the universe work. That's your problem. Go ahead, Law. No feedback, only an add-on. Dis-ease. That's it. Dis-ease, right? The side effect, the response to resistance of law of attraction is disease. If you always got the headache the doctors can't find, you are too resistant. Your your guide, let's, let, let me, I'm, I'm trying to bring as many schools of thoughts in here as possible so I can hit everybody. Let's go with the Holy Spirit. Paraclete is the Greek word there. It means para means alongside, like it's a, it's a, it's a, 
not pro, not preposition. It's a preposition that means alongside, like parachute, a shoot alongside you. Paraplegic, I am, I am disabled along my sides, my limbs. Paramedic, a medic that works alongside the hospital, you get it. Paraclete. It means that God is walking alongside of you on earth. Fair enough. This is what this this is this is what this Holy Spirit thing means. Now, different school of thought. Source. All right, cool. This is all of us are great with source of energy. So all of this is, you know, we're with source energy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All good. Good. Boom. Sounds great. Then you have philosophy and this philosophical understanding that your consciousness is always in tune with the great consciousness. That's how you even have, you were born with these morals, uh, you know, stuff like that. And I can bring up many other schools of thoughts. If you know all of that is working out for you and not to you, your life will be easy. But the moment it starts becoming to you, that's when you start forfeiting your dreams. The moment you start being a victim in this creation, you will repeat whatever is making you a victim until you ascend past that victimology. Whatever is not mastered is repeated. Mm, 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 mm. That scares the hell out of me. It does. Can I say something? Yes, sir. So that basically means until you complete or learn the lesson, you will continue to be in the cycle. Facts. Facts. And some of y'all have been living the same cycle for 40 years. Plus. Mm-hmm. Plus. Plus. And the last thing I'll say, because somebody, and I anticipated it, Phil, you know, we teach us. So I got to anticipate it. Well, I don't know what to do, Antonio. I knew you was going to say that. Who's my I don't know what to do with my life folk? Come on. <clears throat> Raise your hand. Don't fool me. All right. Got one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know what to do just yet. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. This, 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 this problem has no respective age. Let me tell you. No respective age. I know some folk just got divorced at 55 and now in a life crisis. Starting their mm-hmm. life over. You just heard Pam Nurse say I'm 68 taking classes. Mm-hmm. She ain't starting over though. She's just 68 taking classes. <laughs> Let me bless you. If you don't know what to do, sit tight. Okay. That's that's how it works. Let, let me let me put it spiritually. If God don't say nothing, don't do nothing. Because <clears throat> what's happening is your desire of whatever you want is con- how would uh, let me see. I'm, I need to call on some Abraham would say is consistently gaining momentum. Like that, Reese. Abraham would say is consi- your desires are consistently gaining momentum. So if you don't know what to do with your life or do yet, you don't have enough momentum on this desire. Right? You don't have you haven't put enough emotion there for it to become something. 
So what you do is you consistently be at ease with the resistance around you because that, that tension is going to make that desire gain more momentum. And the more you don't like what's happening is the more that desire would gain momentum. And then it would be like a mighty Russian wind. It would be like fire shut up in your bones. Come on, sugar. I'm tired. <laughs> talk your talk. Right. It, it, it will it will sit there and set you on fire about what you're supposed to be doing. So if you ain't got there, sit tight. I did. There you go. There you go. I did. I didn't say give up. I said, sit tight at ease. More resistance will come. You will have. In fact, let me let me get Laura real quick, and I'm gonna end right there. Go ahead, Laura, because that's a great place to end. There is no such thing as starting over. It's just a new beginning. A new beginning. That's all. That's it facts. Is. That's facts. That's complete facts. It's just a road. All roads lead you to where you're supposed to go. Correct. What's gonna be for you is gonna be for you regardless. There's no other there's no road that's gonna change that course. Yeah, old folk been telling y'all this. Y'all need to start even you old folk need to listen to old folk, even though y'all ain't old. You get to what I'm saying. Seriously, they've been telling y'all you can't be God's given. Come on. You know what? Let me just let me just let me just stop real quick. Let me just talk to the pig. I'm gonna talk to the folk with my same pigment. Just hold on for a second. Let me just talk to the black folks just, just for a second. Just okay. for a second. Your ancestors were slaves. Yeah. If yeah. they said something, you might ought to listen. Yeah. They survived slavery. Sure. They probably know what they're talking about. Okay, I'm done now. I'm done. They've been telling you birds of a feather flock together. And you went over there and tested it anyway, didn't you, Jerome? Went over there and tested it. Yeah, told you, don't you hang with that boy. I know his mama. His mama was crazy in school. You went over there anyway, didn't you? <laughs> went over there anyway, you know? They've been telling you, been telling you, save your money for a rainy day. And then it rained. You ain't had no money. No money. <laughs> okay. They've been telling you this stuff. They've been saying it. Law, you're absolutely right, man. All these roads are the same road. They, I mean, they're different roads, but they're going to the same place. Y'all ain't never miss nothing. Something I say all the time, I've said it once this year, I'm going to say it again. God can get you wherever you need to be, Reese, even if where you are is completely your fault. That's true. Mm, 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 mm. Mm -hmm. God will. Mm, 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 mm. Let me say it one more time. Somebody need to hear it again. Adonia, God can get you wherever you need to be. Even if where you currently are is completely your fault. Mm -hmm. Completely. One more time for the Holy Spirit since, since, since we brought it up. God can get you wherever you need to be. Even mm -hmm. if where you currently are is completely your fault. So let's Open land this. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? So let's yes. land this plane. Oh, go ahead, Shipper. Yes. No, come on, come on. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I hear, I, hear you. I hear your power. Go ahead. <laughs> you got Jerome. You got Jerome with the church posture. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we're looking at the value of the way we've been taught 
and where we are right now. Because I know so many of us women uh, have always, has made the statements, I ain't gonna be like my mama. I ain't gonna be broke like my mama. I ain't gonna be broke like my grandparents. And this is 2020 and what are you? You're broke. Because you didn't believe what they were saying and you didn't want to listen to saving that money for a rainy day. Or you didn't want to listen when they were saying, if you lay with dogs, you're going to get fleas. They didn't say put away and pay yourself first. But now I said that to say this, ever since you made that statement about four or five months ago, I have been paying myself. I pay my tithes, I pay myself, and y'all, I got money in the bank. I've done the same. Where you supposed to be? I got envelopes. Where you supposed to be is where you are right now, and you can't keep looking backwards if you want to go forward. Look at you! Look at you! I got another challenge for you, then. Since you heard that four months ago, let me give you another. It's real easy. It's real easy, and this is this has been out there before, but it's actually effective. Keep paying yourself first ten percent. And every time you see a five dollar bill, I just want you to put it in an envelope. Don't spit it. Put a five dollar. This is extra. Just put five. Do, do you receive this sugar? Because because you you all right. Oh yes. yes. Every time they give you back five dollars, just put that five dollars in an envelope. And at the end of the year, mm. I want you to take all them five dollars. You understand? Mm. And I want you to get yourself something nice that you always wanted to get yourself and you do that you do that every year wow okay all right you do that all every right. year you do that every year let me tell you why i'm saying that because it's because what i taught her was a universal law of money that mm-hmm. if you consume it all money will flee from you you must mm-hmm. save 10 percent. you have to you cannot plant a field and then eat all the crop for the field and then get mad at God that it wouldn't enough seeds left to plant again. You can't do that. That's your fault. But there's another universal law of money that most people don't know. I'm a I'm a I'm a hood it up so everybody can get it. Everybody deserves joy money. You understand? Mm-hmm. You got to do something that makes the that money feel good. So while you're saving 10% and you're feeling good with your responsibilities, now I'm saying also feel good with just joy in itself. Okay. Amen. Let me tell you something. A happy person ain't never not hated. I mean, have never hated their life. You can't be happy and mad at the same time. Right. This, 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 why, this is why I like religions and all y'all religions. This is why I like them. Because there's so much energy on that. One day I walked into church mad. <laughs> y'all ever did that before? Am I, the, am I the only heathen out here? Am I the only one? I walked in church mad, sugar. Let me tell you something. I don't always feel churchy. You understand? I ain't I ain't got church in me every Sunday. Right, let me right, just let me, and I'm not really a fan of evening church if you want me to be real with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so let me just go ahead and tell you that I know how to be truthful with myself. We out here evening church ain't invite nobody. Where the lost that? We in here exchanging money, having a good time. Shoot. 
I could have stayed at home for this. You know, this is what I'm thinking in my head. But hmm. don't worry about my heathen self. And I'm mad. It's it's Easter sunrise service, four thirty mm. in the morning. I gotta be here four thirty in the morning. Mad Jerome, mad. Go up there, and run that media. Mad. Ain't in my church. I'm mad, Law. Mad. I walked in there mad, Phil. Big mad. Like, don't even. I want you to know I'm mad. It's on my face. I would have slammed the door, but it was the Lord's door, so I didn't want to slam it. You understand? You know how you when you're home, you slam the door. Like you, you want people to so know you. Strongly mad. closed it. I, I strongly <laughs> closed it, and I slowed down a little bit because I, you know, I ain't wanna. You know, that's the Lord's door. That's the church door. I ain't wanna bother nobody. You understand? I get up there, man, and it was this song that the pastor was saying. It's Grace Pastor. He kept singing it, and basically, ninety percent of the words of the song. It's the word Jesus. Okay? 90% of them. And he just kept saying it over and over. Jesus. And every time. Look, forget the forget the name. This is talking about the energy on that name. And every time that name was said, pow, get that man off you. Pow. <laughs> Five minutes in, I shout. Come on, out <laughs> Because <laughs> it's too much energy on that name. <laughs> that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, my point is I couldn't be mad and have a shout at me at the same time. I had to let one of them go. <laughs> I had to let one of them go. One of them goes, same thing for y'all and y'all dreams. You can't have your dream and poverty at the same time. Amen. One of them. Got to go. go. (laughs) And if you keep getting the energy of your dreams over and over, it's going to knock that pow, knock that poverty right on off you. Knock it off. You're going to be up at 6 in the morning. Nah, she up at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. Like Pam Norris. (laughs) And every day she get up, poverty get off her. Every day. And, and I'm going to tell you, this is how you know when poverty get off her real good. She said, oh, we have an emergency meeting right now, right after class. Y'all go ahead and get around your computers. <laughs> get around your computers. Poverty done fell off me. I, I got a new direction for us. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what it's about. Lack consciousness. There is no lack. My last words. At no point have you ever been denied anything. This is a hard concept to grasp, but I've been priming you for this one concept. You've been given everything you've ever wanted. The problem is y'all used future to justify wanting poverty. I dropped that seed early, full circle. You use I don't have it yet to justify how right you are about why you don't have it. Because if it was that easy, then you would have it. So it has to be hard because you don't have it. Nobody in this world has ever been smarter than you. The people who have changed this world have been no smarter than you. They just changed it. So can you. That's my advice to all of you. You have never, ever, ever, Law, not got what you wanted. Never. 
you got what you wanted. And the sooner y'all come to accept that half the bad stuff that happened, nope, that every bad thing that ever happened to you was the fastest, easiest, most harmonious way to get you to your dreams, you will live a better life. Grace is God doing the worst thing to you possible that was also the nicest worst thing to you possible. Because it could have been worse. So every time something bad happens to you, God says, Phil, I know what you can take. So I'm going to give you everything you can take and not nothing more. And I expect you to ascend out this situation. I trust you. You've been trusting me. Now I trust you. And the faster y'all can deal with that, it's the faster you get out of lack. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can mm. plan better. You can dominate. All right, everybody, y'all have a good one. Good yeah. idea, Law. Good idea. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, everybody. It's Antonio T. Smith Jr., and I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it, or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle 
Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path and you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Now, all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. Uh, you are this life-giving force. And I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece 
is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing, J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing, the Steven Spielberg produced movies. Out of nothing, this Denzel create characters that we remember forever. This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis, had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought. What is the greatest form of energy? Thought energy. A thought over and over and over moving at the speed of light twice 
squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again it takes infinity to destroy what has been created so in order to become a force someone like me must teach you how to put your energy harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter and you believe in it so much you see it so much it is so it is so tangible that it gains its own speed and then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration so this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate. Mm -hmm.